waiting on me. He's waiting on me. Yep, he's waiting on me. It's sick girl, Nicole, freedom girl. Yeah, that's what I call me, freedom girl. However, I, I do have some things on my mind today. And I've really been, like, reevaluating my life, like, my entire freaking life, because I've learned that a lot of women, we don't know our roles, right? We got married women that don't know their roles as a wife, and we got single women that want to be married that don't know their roles as a wife, right? We want to be alpha this, alpha male, but we are a female. We are a help. But, y'all, we can't even help ourselves, we can't even help our husband. Those of us that are single. <laughs> so I appreciate my husband wherever he is for praying for me and waiting on me. And not moving on when he could have. I appreciate my husband for not leaving me be. Honey, I'm not perfected yet. Oh, but I shall be. It's funny because why get married if you're not going to be a help? Like, I had to learn, understand that. He can cook. He can clean. A lot of men can take care of themselves. But if they marry you, why marry you if all you're going to be is a hindrance? I want to be the help. I want to be the love, the peace, the joy, not the hindrance. I want to make my house a home. And I began to reevaluate my life, right? So before I got married, like I kept my hair done, I kept my nails done, I was beautiful. But I didn't think I was beautiful, right? But I dressed nice and all of that. But I didn't think I was beautiful because all men wanted to do was sleep with me and that's not what I desired, right? And I get all my friends were doing what they were doing or whatever and I wanted to be like them, but I really didn't want to be like them, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of boyfriends. I had a lot of guys that were trying to holler at me and want to talk to me, but I didn't really want to do sleep with me, right? They were not really want a relationship or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? So, it didn't really last. Um, and, you know, as I got older, whatever things happened, life happened, blah, 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 blah. And so then, you know, I, well, let me talk here before marriage. I had met a young man, two young men, one I was crazy about. Well, both of them I was crazy about, but the first one I was crazy about, like, he's a man of God, blah, 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 he was cool. I'm not saying his name because he was cool or whatever, I'm not, and we're still cool today. These Both of these guys were so cool. And y'all... <laughs> We kicked it at Valentine's Day. We watched Juanita Bynum's No More Sheets. He went home the next morning and called me and said, I can't be with you. You are not my wife. I was so broken. <laughs> and then I met another young man. Oh, let me back up. And then after him, you know, I met dudes, but it just, it wasn't, it wasn't there. And then I met my husband and I can't say nothing was there, but I think for me it was that someone liked me. Um, and yeah, he was a lot younger than me. 
But I liked younger guys that never liked me in my age or older, so I liked younger guys. Um, I didn't expect to get with him, but we got together or whatever. We got married. First shit was perfect, and then downhill from there. Um, but I had to recognize I only married me. I hadn't been delivered. I had lust issues. He had lust issues. I played a very big part in our marriage going wrong. That's why I thought I was submissive. I was, but was it really submission? He said, sit, I sat. He said, jump. I said, how high? I couldn't really cook. Now that I understand what cooking is, I put things together, and he was satisfied with what I put together and called dinner. I kept the house clean. I did all of that. I was submissive to what I thought and knew submissive was supposed to be. I was a help me to what I thought a help me was supposed to do. <laughs> but was I really a help me, right? And then I accused him of doing so much stuff that it made me wonder, was he really doing it when I accused him? And then after I got married and people got in my ear and told me stuff, why tell me what he did on my honeymoon on the night before my marriage? After I married to him. See, I didn't think about any of that. And now that I know a little bit differently, I drew a lot of things to my own self in my own marriage. Because he could have been delivered. And there were some things he shared with me on a personal that I know he could have been free. But I wasn't free. See, with two broken vessels, trying to be one and pass the whole church. And y'all, we had members. We actually had church. We really did. But guess what? They were broken too. And they were looking to be made whole, but how could we make them whole? And I look at so many souls that we damaged. And see, the one thing that gets me is a whole will be unto the pastors and scatter the sheep and blah, blah, blah. And I never wanted to be that pastor that hurt and broke sheep. So I have gone back to those that I could and apologized and I did and repented and stand third, but my heart was not to hurt anybody, but I recognized that I didn't have the heart of the Father, right? Yeah, I was broken. Never got free. Um, moved from there, right? And when we divorced or whatever, you know, I backed to it. I did, you know. And then I thought a woman a relationship with a woman was better than a relationship with a man. I really did. Because <laughs> I felt like she understood me. She knew me, right? <laughs> did she really? Or was it yet again just me needing me? And I don't dog nobody to do what they do, but I'm just saying that wasn't for me. And I got myself out of that relationship. I got myself out of that thing because I knew that's not what God had for me. And so when I left that alone and I got myself back in the ministry again, you know, here come these guys again. And, you know, I remember it was a bet. They were trying to see who could sleep with me now. These wild guys in church, preachers, pastors, prophets, married men, single men, you name it, they were trying it. And some of them I liked and some of them I didn't. <laughs> but it just didn't kind of work that way. But there was a young man, his name was Victor Malone. And you know I must, he must have really played a part in my life because I remember the whole name. 
I cannot find him. And if anybody hears the name and you know him, holla at your girl. He lived in Riverdale out there with me. But nevertheless, he's a perfect gentleman to me. He treated me with much respect. We went on a date. We kicked it. But he called me the next day and said, I, I can't do this. You're not my wife. Y'all that broke me, that hurt me. But I knew God had dealt with him. I knew God had dealt with him. You know, um, I loved his kids. His kids loved me. And so, you know, at the end of the day, we we become friends. But then some things went down. And yet again, I got hurt yet again. And it just seems like from then on out, every relationship was hurt on top of hurt on top of hurt. And I, I never really trusted anyone, never really trusted any leader. And I would get involved in ministry and put my, my faith and my trust in that man. And not put my faith and my trust in God. And when the pastor did wrong, I got hurt, I got broken. Because I was like, not my pastor, you know what I mean? But I had to realize they're human too, they're men, they're women too. And so after that, you know, I grew and I grew and I would go to church here and go to church there and blah, 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 blah. And then I started meeting dudes on Facebook and meeting dudes online and meeting dudes here. And I was like, oh, God, this cannot be for me. <laughs> and yet I met one and drove all the way out of town to go through it again. And I guess the point I'm making is I never got free, Right? All this hurt, all this baggage, and I thought all the crying I did and all the tears I did, I was getting free. Because after I was done doing all that emotionalism, I was feeling a little bit, you know, better. But was I free, right? And I'm so learning that if I'm free, I'm not bringing that stuff up again. I'm not digging it up out of the grave. I'm not. So what is it called? I don't even know the word when you have to bring the body up. I'm not digging that body up again. And so I wasn't really free, right? But going from place to place, place to place, and continuing to get hurt. But I'm getting hurt by me. Because now that I have the mind that I have and I know the things that I know, I was only meeting me. So I was hurting me. But not recognizing I was hurting me, right? And so, going on and on and on and on and on, just recognizing, man, every situation, every part, I'm meeting a dimension of Nicole. Like, I think about that thing now, and I'm thinking about my life, and I'm like, girl, you've not always been this female that you are today. What is wrong with you, right? And I said, I never got free. And so I kept moving on, and 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 kept moving on, and... Moving on and thinking I'm free and inviting things back into my life to hurt me, but I'm thinking I'm free. Go figure, right? Um, so my last three guys, last guy, um, before the well, my last three guys, the first of the three, I thought I was crazy about him, I thought I was getting ready to bury him. We talked to the bishop, the whole nine yards, and he has no idea to this day that that bishop told me he's not going to marry you. But the bishop was ready to go through counseling with us, but he told me he said he's not going to marry you. 
And I recognized later on he wasn't. But me being who I am, I did what I did. I bought him a vehicle. I did a lot of things for this young man. This is the woman that I am. That's the help. <laughs> then I got hurt by him. And I don't think to this day he understands how bad he hurt me. I lost our child. And he was so ashamed that nobody even knows that I was pregnant by him but him. <laughs> um, after that happened, um, there was another young man. And he was younger than me. And again, I never ever liked being older than me or my age, so it bit up my alley. But he began to get so afraid because we was we connected so well. And that spooked him. <laughs> it did. And I think we would have been cool together, but I also knew he was not willing to wait on me to go through certain things because I just was not going to do certain things. I was not looking to meet you today and marry you tomorrow. And then the third one was a man older than me, and we cool, but I put it like this. Our minds just was not on the same page. But I'm saying all that to say that even now, I look back and think, and I'm like, God, if I had married any of these men, I would still be broken today because I want to be that Proverbs 31 woman. I, I want my husband to trust me with his heart, which means he trusts me with his mind. I want my husband to feel safe with me. I don't want my husband to doubt whether or not I have his back, whether I would cover him or not. I want my husband to know that he comes before anything. Of course not, God, but you get the picture. And I want to be that individual that I come before anything. And I think that a lot of men go through a lot of brokenness because a lot of women don't know their role. I want to master my role. I want to be a queen. I want to clean and cook and take care of my husband and take care of me. So that my husband have a, a, a healthy woman. So my husband and I can walk through the baseball field and, and I don't have to be wheelchaired to my seat. Let me tell you, I was so embarrassed. And I went to a game with my family and um, I really wanted to go to the baseball game. and. I was so embarrassed because I couldn't keep up. They were walking, we were walking from the from the um, from where he parked to the door, and I couldn't walk it. I had to sit. I had to break. I had to wait. I had to do this. I had to do that. I had to do this, and and I had to get a wheelchair. Do you all know how embarrassing that was? I didn't recognize how bad I embarrassed him. He didn't say anything, but I know I did. I know that's not what he wanted in his life. I know it embarrassed him to have a man come tell him he said that, they, that I wasn't taking care of me because they smelled the odor on me. Me? I have never had anybody say they smelled me and I stank. Really? Y'all, I'm freeing me. This is freedom talk. I'm just freeing me. It's an embarrassing place to be. And so, yeah, I, I don't like that. The unhealthy me. I recognize today that I eat candy and I eat junk and I eat junk food. I'm back to that again. No, I'm not doing that anymore. Why is it easier to do that than to cut myself downstairs and cook a meal? 
I'm not lazy. Take care of me. And so, you know, <laughs> it's just funny because I recognize that the man that I marry, I want him to be proud to be married to me. I want to enjoy life with my husband. I want to be able to go on trips and walk and be able to handle it and be able to keep up without huffing and puffing and blowing air because I can't breathe. This fat leaves me. Hey, good God today. Hallelujah. Be gone. I no longer own you. And you no longer own me. I free my mind this day. See, you all, it, it, it gets to a point where you have to learn that you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing God. How are people looking at the God that you say you serve, Nicole? So, I was sitting today and I got up and I was going to go to bed and no, I was going to do something. I was going for meditation and the Lord reminded me of something he had been telling me to clean up and I just got up and did it tonight and it just felt good doing it. And so, you know, I was proud of myself. I went on an interview the other day and I was able to walk through the actual facility comfortably. What I'm saying to you is I clap for the small because there was a time when I'd be like, oh, okay, wait, okay, wait, I'm coming. No, I was able to keep up. Was I out of breath when I got to my car, when I got to my seat? I was. But was I huffing and puffing like I normally am? No, I was not. Yes, yes, yes. My body reminds me every day of what I've done to it. When I work out, my legs hurt. When I do exercises, my arms hurt. When I do crunches, my stomach hurts. But whose fault is that but mine? I can't get mad at anybody but me. And I'm so learning my role. And I'm so learning who I'm supposed to be. That I'm just going to walk in who I am. And you call it what you want. But I'm going to submit. And be who I'm supposed to be. I'm no longer fighting the authority over me. He says, obey those that have rule over you. And obedience is who I am. Because even in my obedience, the one who has rule over me, outside of God, always says, don't trust me. Trust God. And they have been so many years trying to break me from making them a God. And I watch so many people around me that make this person a God that we forget that this individual has feelings too. And so for me, I just, you know, I got to a place where I just want to be free for real. And I want us all to walk in that level of freedom. Like, ladies, let's desire for our husbands to trust us with their mind. Can he trust you? With his vision. Enough to help him bring it to pass. Have you stopped. And find out what God's vision. If you're single. He's your husband. So have you stopped to find out what his vision is. What is it that he wants to do. 
what is his desire. Oh, y'all, man. Let's just walk and be whole. And let's just be free. And let's be who he has created us to be. Let's learn our role and be free. Y'all know the business. If we change our mind, we'll change our speech, and we'll change our soul. Not change that. Tell me, put it right. If you change your mind, you'll change your speech, and you'll definitely change your life. You all have a great remainder of your day. And whatever day you're listening to this, know that it was time for you to hear this at this particular moment and at this particular time. Have a great one.